There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway friend problems who says, Am I the a-hole for spoiling my friend's child and turning him against her? I, 31 female, am a single woman who lives alone and don't intend on having children of my own. I'm not wealthy, but I make enough to very comfortably support myself. I work from home and have a flexible schedule, so I have a lot of time to live how I want. I have a complicated friendship with Emma, 27 female, because I love her, but she frustrates me. Emma is a single mum with two children, Caleb, 7 male, and Grace, 4 female. Grace has had serious lung problems since birth and contracted RSV in October and has been hospitalized since. It's been a horrible time and she is finally more stable now, but not well. Early into Grace's hospitalization, Emma asked me to take Caleb. Emma lives with her parents, who were not willing to watch him full-time, so I happily took him in and temporarily converted my den into a room for him. He's a sweet kid who's been through a lot, and I'm happy to give him some quiet space. I've never taken care of a child long-term before, and my life was not set up for kids, but he has adjusted well. I love cooking and collecting special ingredients to use and try new recipes, and Caleb just rolled with it. I grow microgreens at home and he's loved watching the process and incorporating them into his food. He hasn't liked everything, but he's always willing to try. I like poor painting and we've been having craft nights where he gets to experiment with his own canvases, which he's enjoyed. We also take trips to museums and shows. I've kept up my regular life and luckily he was thrilled to come along. I would have struggled to come up with a more kid-specific lifestyle. Emma usually only calls weekly and sees him maybe once or twice a month, which bothers me, but the Grace situation must be draining, so I try not to hold it against her. But it does mean that Emma really has no idea what we do day to day. Yesterday was Christmas and he was going home to visit his mum. I sent him with his gifts, shoes and books, plus gifts for his mum and sister. His grandma dropped him off last night and didn't really say much to me, which was weird. Caleb looked sad and didn't want to talk about it, so I let it be, and we watched a movie before bed. Late that night, I got a call from Emma, scream crying at me for ruining her relationship with her son. I guess it didn't go super well, and she feels that Caleb is now spoiled because of me, and that what she can provide is no longer good enough for him. He wants to make kimchi with her. He wants to get a cat. He didn't want the mac and cheese his mum made for him. When Emma gave him a new coloring book, he told her about the paintings instead and asked her to get the supplies so they could do it together when he went back home. He asked why she never takes him to museums. I was so thrown off by the screaming that I yelled back and told her I wasn't going to downgrade my life to suit her expectations 
and she hung up on me. I feel guilty now. I really hadn't considered how I could be affecting Caleb's taste long term, but I think she should have thought about that herself. She knows how I live. A commenter asked OP and they said, how far away do you live that she couldn't see him? OP responds and says, her parents' house is 10 minutes from me, but the children's hospital is in a neighboring state, about 90 minutes away. Someone asked, why did no one in her family step up to help? OP responds and says, in regards to her family, they are being dicks. That's it. They won't care for him because they want her to move out and stop depending on them. I understand their position in general, but this is not typical circumstances and they're being a-holes. Someone asks, how's Caleb doing? Opie responds and says, I can tell that it has not been easy for him, but he tries to keep to himself. He was bullied for crying in school after his father died last year. I think that deeply affected how he shares his feelings. I'd love to get him in therapy, but I have no power to do it, so I periodically remind him that his guidance counselors and I will always listen if he wants to talk. Lots of people were concerned about that and asked how long OP is going to be looking after him. OP responds and says, I'm not sure. Grace is likely going to be in the hospital for at least another few weeks and will probably still be frail after returning home. I'm assuming it's possible I'll keep him through to the end of the school year to safeguard against him bringing illnesses home from school, though I really just don't know. I'm worried if I bring up trying to get him any form of guardianship, Emma will freak out and take him from me which has every right to do, of course. I never assumed he'd be with me forever, but he wouldn't be with her, and I'm worried he won't be well cared for with his parents. Some additional information about the bio dad. I do want to clarify one thing here, just because I've seen a few comments on it. Emma was a single mum long before her ex died. He went off the rails and pretty much abandoned them when Grace was six months old. He'd occasionally show up to steal from, terrorize, and slash or dote on the kids, depending on what stage of his addiction he was cycling through, but he wasn't a consistent presence for years before his death. His parents are very sporadic presence. They were the only ones who stayed with Grace on Christmas, but I think that's the only time they've seen her in the hospital. I'm not saying that makes it easier emotionally. If anything, it only further complicates the grieving process, but it's probably worth noting. Someone criticizes OP for not thinking about how hard Grace has it. And OP responds and says, what the hell do you mean? Why didn't I think of that? Do you think this is a puppet show? Do you think I have any tenth of an ounce of control over that? Yes, it is bad. It is worse than it is now. I'm not privy to every bit of information here, so it might be spotty, but one of her lungs is severely undeveloped. The other collapsed once she was six months. Again, at two years and now partially again in October. She will come home from the visit with lungs even further damaged than before. There is a real chance she will not reach adulthood, but her odds have increased leaps and bounds since birth. This has been terrifying. There was a possibility she would die, but she is stable now. Not good, but improving. As far as medical debt, I'm not the effing American healthcare system, so I don't know how you want me to fix that. So then OP kindly came back to update the post and said, this isn't the happy update, but not the worst either. It's also incomplete, but enough people asked me for an update that I felt I owed it to you guys. Emma has disappeared. I have not heard from her since the phone call and she stopped showing up to hospital around the first week of January. Grace has been released from the hospital into the care of Emma's parents. She is still very weak and lethargic, but she's recovering as well as she can. 
I bring Caleb to his grandparents to see us several times a week and it's just so wonderful to see how happy they are to see each other. I can barely hold in the tears. This has been so difficult for both of them and I love that they have each other. There's been a never-ending series of meetings, visits and phone calls with CPS, boards and family lawyers these two past weeks which has been a lot. There are complications to Caleb being placed with me that I had not considered before and almost resulted in him being placed with his paternal grandparents. But ultimately, it was decided it was best for Caleb to stay where he was, in the same school and near his sister. Barring any major complications, I will officially be granted temporary custody early next week and very likely guardianship this summer. Grace will remain with her grandparents for at least the time being, but me taking her once she's stronger has been suggested. It's uncertain if or when this could happen, but it's a possibility. It would be best for them to be together. Emma's social media is still active. We can see her opening our messages, but we do not know where she is or who she is with. I just hope she stays alive. I don't think I could ever forgive her for this, but her children still need her to be okay. Caleb will turn eight at the end of this month. He wants to go ice skating. I've never gone myself, but I'm so excited to make a fool of myself with them. I just want to give him the best birthday I can. He deserves so much. If anyone has any cool ideas, I'd love to hear them. It's not a happy ending. It's not an ending at all, but I don't see myself returning here, so it's the best ending I have for you. I'm sorry for how disjointed my thoughts are. There's just so much in my head these days. Someone asks, has Emma disappeared before? Hope your response saying she's disappeared once before, when Caleb was a toddler. She left him with her parents for about six months. I thought about going out to look for her myself to make sure she's okay. Trying to track her down for money is a waste of time, to be realistic. I do want to find her though. Yes, and this has happened before several years ago before we met. I have only heard the story secondhand. Caleb was with her parents for six months. The hospital contacted the police when no one came to the hospital for Grace over several days, so they were involved from the start. She is not officially listed as missing, as far as I know, but I don't know what information her parents might not be sharing with me. Someone asks, if someday she's improved, would you allow her to see the kids? Opie says, absolutely yes. Reunification is still the long-term goal. I know there are people reading this who will disagree, but it hasn't been long enough to assume she won't come back. I'm positive she will. I know this situation is effed. I know everything I wrote about her runs counter to this, but I know she loves her children. I'm not saying that alone makes her a good parent, but I know she does. She wasn't well the first time she dumped Caleb. I know she isn't well now. I don't want to see her punished, not by me or her parents or legally. Punishment will serve no one here. I'm not going to be able to get past it. We're never going for drinks again or texting dumb memes to each other. We're not going to be friends, but I support her in any way I can if it means the children being with their parents. And it just sounds like OP is an absolutely wonderful person. To take in a child at that time to show them love and support and give them experiences which they wasn't getting before and it sounds like they're absolutely thriving with op and it also sounded like one day she's willing to do the same with grace as well this is someone that never planned to have children in their future has taken on a child now and possibly two in the future and sounds like they would give them a wonderful life a stable life that they need and they deserve and I might get hate for this one, but I can't help but feel for Emma as well. All the 
circumstances that's going on around her right now husband daughter your other child being away and obviously i'm not trying to diagnose because i really don't know but to abandon your children is just is not a normal thing is it so so for me it strongly suggests there's something else there and i really do hope that emma seeks that help and gets the help that she needs as well I know some people absolutely have no sympathy for abandoning your children like that, but I can't help but feel that she's gone over the edge and needs support of some kind. Of course, I'm not saying any of her behavior was right, but as a human in a desperate situation, I hope she receives some help. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And our next story does come with an update as well from TaxDo2023, who says, Am I the a-hole for stating why certain members of my family weren't invited to my wedding? throw away but i'm 99 sure family will find this anyways recently my boyfriend 25 male and i 24 male of four years recently got married i come from a very traditional if not stereotypical latino family the chisme <laughs> gossip is deeply ingrained in the whole family i have about seven uncles one of which is also bisexual like myself he got married some time ago and when he sent out invites to the whole family, a large majority of them declined because religious reasons, which really saddened him. I kept this in mind when it came to send out my invitations and those particular family members did not get one. About a week ago, my husband and I went to my dad's house for the annual family reunion. I really didn't want to go because I knew in the back of my mind this absolutely was going to get around despite the lack of posting on any social media. But my dad and mum really wanted me there. They are very supportive and the be loud and proud type people and I love them to death for it. Even if it's a little obnoxious, the spirit is what counts though, right? I voiced this concern to my dad and he was very insistent that if crap goes south, he'd be right there to laugh about it. The entire time, my husband and I are getting some intense side eyes. The family that didn't attend didn't even try to hide the fact that they were whispering about my husband and I. About two hours later, as I am six or so whiskeys in, the straight uncles took initiative and decided to ambush me and ask why they weren't invited. I was polite and reminded them that they turned down the by uncle's wedding for the religious reasons. They responded with at least wanting to be thought about and being invited. 
I told them that I did think about them and decided that they weren't worth the 57 cents postage to be told they weren't going to attend for bigoted reasons. It would be understanding to say that the reaction was less than pleased. Crap hit multiple fans. My uncles went off for being compared to a postage stamp. <laughs> My dad was eating it up. My mum was a little pissy for me for causing a disturbance in her house though, which unfortunately made me question everything at that moment. My grandma was giving me the judges in Spanish look. My husband kind of grabbed my hand and said, let's get out of here before you pee off any more people in a laughing manner and proceeded to drive us home. My dad sent me a, that's my boy, good on you for standing up for yourself text. My mum was still less than thrilled about how things went down. My bi uncle sent me a text saying, thank you for standing up for me, but now my relationship with my brothers is strained to hell and I didn't want that. My phone call and social media have been blowing the hell up ever since then, but I'm kind of ignoring it though. But I do feel bad for my uncle because he just wants to be close with all of his brothers and not just one. So Reddit, am I the a-hole for how things went down? Opie then edits the post and says, to broadly state this, I've apologized to my uncle for using him as an example in what happened and I truly didn't mean to make things harder for him with his brothers. I also expressed that this isn't exactly healthy for his well-being to want to put up with them, knowing how they feel about him before any of this happened. He kind of remains silent on the topic, so I'm trying to leave it alone and not force it. Someone questions OP and says, why would they have wanted to be invited just to criticize you for your, quote, lifestyle? OP responds and saying, why there is no for sure way of knowing that they wanted to be invited, they are very loudly anti-LGBT. It's no secret. About half their Facebook posts and Instagram posts are them making it loud and clear that it's not right. My favorite one was that one that circulated in June with the family under the umbrella protecting them from the rainbow. So between that and my uncle's wedding, I decided to not even bother inviting them. Then some more information about the uncle and says, I did apologize to him, but I expressed to him that this was kind of unhealthy to want to be close to people who are so against something you can't control. As for the whole obnoxious thing, I think you may have understood me, lol. He's the one obnoxious about it. He's gotten me several, several purple shirts and various articles of clothing that are purple. A couple of years back, we were watching football. I don't know sports and I asked him what a bye week is. His response was along the lines of, the week where footballers sleep with men, so you better get on over there and get your pick. That kind of obnoxious, lol. I'm glad he didn't turn out like my uncle's. Now, you're not the a-hole to me in this situation. You didn't invite him because they simply wasn't going to attend. You knew that, and therefore they absolutely ain't worth the 57 cents, and all they wanted was the option to turn you down. That's absolutely ridiculous. You didn't shove it in their face, and wouldn't matter if you did, to be quite honest. I do feel sorry for the uncle, mainly because he's in this relationship with his brothers who don't respect him. And it kind of feels like he's just chasing something that he's never going to get what he truly wants out of that relationship with his brothers. But then OP does come in with an update and says W2s and 1099s are finally done. Have a break to finally post this. As I guessed, family did indeed find this. Between seven uncles, one of my cousins likely shown them the post I originally made. It was obviously not received well, lol. Anyways, I'm just going to go down the list in order of things or events that have happened. My dad, first off, he wanted me to tell all of you that he loved all the support and that he wishes to dad all of you as well. 
His words, it took two of us to make you and I gotta say, I love my work. <laughs> Any parent that doesn't should never have tried. Mum, she had called me asking why I brought up these events of my uncle's wedding. I told her that I was simply having a good time with my husband and everyone else. That my uncle's made the conscious decision to want to start a problem. She got mad and said she just wanted to have a good party. I told her that I didn't want to be attacked for my sexuality and not inviting blatant bigots to my wedding, but I'm glad that a party meant more to her. We got into a shouting match over the phone. I told my dad what happened and he's livid with her. They got into a fight and now she's staying at my grandma's. I've apologized profusely to my dad, but he's telling me to let it go and that I've done nothing wrong. Above all else, this is what hurts the most. She was always so very supportive of me and it feels like a massive bombshell was just dropped out of nowhere. Bye bye, uncle. Unbeknownst to me, my husband invited him over so he and I could have a heart to heart about what happened. It annoyed me a little, but I'm glad he invited him over. We talked about the post I made and he saw everyone's comments. According to him, it kind of opened him up to the crap he was just ignoring so he could pretend to have a close bond with all of his brothers. At the same time, he's still not sure what to do from here. We talked for a few hours, had a good cry and hug about it. Everything is good on that front and it makes me happy. He'd be seeking therapy to help him deal with his feelings on this. The other uncles. Obviously, they are livid with me. They couldn't believe that I post something like that blasting them on the internet. They said they didn't like being painted the way I posted them. So I just straight up asked them if they thought my bi uncle was going to hell because of his marriage. To my shock, they had no problem saying yes. I didn't even try to dance around it. In the end, I told him that if they didn't want to be painted as bigots, to lose the religious bigoted act. Plain and simple. My husband has been non-stop trying to comfort me after the shouting match with my mum. He can see the immense pain I'm in. I love that man very much though. He took me out for steak and old fashions the other night to help me relax. That's all folks. Thank you. And one more little edit which says, hello everyone. This blew up way bigger than the original post did. God damn. I definitely appreciate all the love and support I've received from everyone in the comments. As of this edit, I've decided to put some distance between myself and a lot of the family. My dad is in support of this and will be coming over to my place more often than me going over to his and my mum's to visit. As for everything else, I've got my husband, Magic the Gathering, and a nice bottle of Crown Winter Wheat to help deal with everything else. Seriously, thank you everyone. Words cannot express how awesome all of you are. And I'm very glad to see that Opie's uncle is going to be seeking some help to stop him from chasing this relationship with his brothers who clearly are not going to accept him for who he is, which is an incredibly toxic relationship to try and stick around and keep working towards when you're just going to be getting nothing back in return apart from pain. As for Opie, while it seems sad, you know, about his mum, etc., it seems like it is positive from his respect that he's getting that distance and he's willing to say, yeah, I need this distance from my family because they're doing me no good. Of course, it's going to be hard. It's always easy for me to sit here on the outside talking to a microphone and saying, oh, yeah, it's good that you broke up with your family. But of course, it's never going to be that easy. But I do still think it's important for that distance between them, because like his uncle's facing is that otherwise you're just chasing a one sided relationship where but you're giving them respect and love and you're receiving nothing back because they don't accept you for who you are. It's just really incredibly sad. I'm sorry you're going through that, Opie. I'm sorry to your uncle as well, but I really do wish you the best moving forward. Much love and positive thoughts to you. Anyway, 
Now, what do you guys make of this situation? What would you do if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.